Welcome back to PMR Unhinged. Last time we talked about vision and mindset, and this time we're talking about the next step, which what would you say the next step is? I would say the next step is action. You, you have to take action to make anything happen for you. So why do you think people take action, some people take action and some people don't take action? There's three kinds of people. Those that make things happen, those that watch things happen, and those that don't know what the hell happened. And really, you have to decide which one of those people you're going to be because, you know, I think people don't realize that every day they're waking up and they're making choices. Every single day that you wake up, you're making hundreds and hundreds of choices and they're not intentional about the choices that they actually make. You know, are they, are they going to hit the snooze button one more time? Or are they actually going to get up and put their shoes on or their tennis shoes on and go to the gym? You know, are, are they going to get up and are they going to make that, take that first step in starting that business that have always wanted to start? Or are they just going to do the same old crap that they've been doing every other day? And so really, you know, what stops people from, you know, taking that action is, is that they really are just waiting for things to come their way. Right. And so really what you need to do is you you have to decide intentionally. You have to know that all these things that are coming at you on a consistent basis, that is your opportunity to either grab greatness or embrace mediocrity. You have to understand that the decisions that you make are going to impact what you do or where you are at tomorrow. Well, and would you say your decisions are also kind of training you? Like hitting snooze is training you to put it off. Oh, one more hour. Absolutely. You are, when you hit that, that snooze button and you allow yourself to do that, you are literally programming your subconscious that it's okay. I can just snooze. I'll just do it later. It's okay. You have to... You have to bring the battle to your mind and say, no, I won't. I'm not going to allow my quitting mind, right? There's something that, that, you know, people talk about the quitting mind. Your mind is always trying to find the exit. It's always trying to find the exit door. It's always looking for the easy path. And if you really want to reach your goals, you really want to reach your dreams, it's not easy. That's why there's a 1%. And that's why there's a 99% because the 1% will actually do what's hard and the 99% will always do what's easy. So as far as the 99%, what do you think is the largest thing that prevents people from actually taking action? If you could pinpoint it. Well, I think that they they really are always constantly waiting for things to to happen for them. You know, you you can't wait for things to happen for you. You have to make them happen. You know, you see a lot of people and they always talk about, oh, well, I'm going to go buy the lotto ticket. I'm going to win the lotto. Oh, I know it. I know it. I'm going to win the lotto. I'm going to win the Powerball. So what is that? You know, they actually believe that they're going to win the Powerball. So what? They don't have to go do anything because they actually believe it. Like they feel it. Like they really feel it in their heart. I'm going to win the Powerball one day. Well, all of a sudden, before you know it, you know, they're, they're 50 years old and, and they really haven't done anything. You know, they haven't started anything because they're always waiting. They're always buying that next ticket. If you're going to play the lotto, then do it as just a fun thing, right? Do it when it's like, you know, up to 500 million or something like that and just go and buy it and then dream. But 
don't sit there and actually think that you're going to because the chances are you're not. You're right. not going, going and buying a lotto ticket is not taking action to uh, furthering or advancing yourself. Absolutely. And if you really look at it and if you speak to very wealthy people, they don't play the lotto. You know, again, you if you want to be in the 1% or you want to be in the 5%, let's say, then you have to act and think like the 5%. Now, that doesn't mean that you're making millions of dollars a year. You can think and act like the 1% when you're just starting out, but you have to start learning how they think. You have to start educating yourself as to why they are where they're at and everybody else's where they're at. A good example is is that the, the 1%, they know how to invest. They've learned to invest. They, they spend much less than what they make. The middle class, what do they do? They spend pretty much everything that they have and save very little, or they just save some money, but they don't you know, invest. There's no investing, they just save. And anytime they get a raise or anytime they get uh, an extra bonus or something like that, what do they do? Spend it. They spend more. So someone gets a raise, what do they do? They go out and spend more. That's the middle class. And eventually, in today with inflation and everything, if you're in the middle class, it won't be long before you're in the low, lower class, the so poor. So the difference between a middle class person and a, high, a higher class person is they're spending like the bonuses and stuff and that's paying for the things that say you're buying um, a new car or something. Then that payment is coming from the bonus. But in a higher class person, that payment is coming from your investment. Your investment is paying for what you just went and bought. That's correct. So. Again, let's let's go into this a little bit more in depth because I think this is where uh, what a lot of young people want to know. And again, you don't have to already be wealthy to think and act like the wealthy. So here's a good example. Aunt Nancy gives you a, a Christmas gift of let's say a hundred dollars. What does everybody in your age group do? Spend the hundred dollars. They go blow the hundred dollars. They spend it as fast as they can. Right? It's burning a hole in their pocket. Now. That's not what the wealthy do. The wealthy put it to the side and wait until they can add it up. In other words, until there's enough put aside to then invest it in something that's going to make them cash flow every month. Okay, so they're gonna go and invest it in a real estate or or into, let's say, a, a condo or into some kind of real estate that's gonna pay them every month. They're going to invest it in something that's going to make them more money. Now, let's say that, you know, again, back to our example, middle class, right? Middle class people will always do the same thing to a certain degree. They get a raise. So what do they do? They, they go and they get more debt, not good debt. They get bad debt. So they get a, a raise and guess what? Now they're, they're buying the next toy or they're buying the next thing that's now chaining them down to middle class. Now, what do the poor do? The poor they actually live beyond their means. So if they're making $1,000 a month, they're really spending 1100. So that they tend to have more month than check. Right. Right? So they 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 spend more than what they actually bring in. So they're they're not creators, they're not savers, they're not investors. They're consumers. They consume everything that comes in, they consume. So you don't want to be in the middle. You want to be in the top. So if you want to be in the top 1% or 5%, then you have to start doing 
those things. So if let's say that you are in the bottom, in the poor class, you know, just to use our words that we're using today, and you are making $2,000 a month and you find yourself spending $2,100 or $2,200 a month. Mm-hmm. The first thing is, is you have to start tracking what you're spending. Where is your money going? Because again, it goes back to what we were talking about. You're making choices every day. If you're making choices like poor people make, guess what? You're poor. If you're making choices like middle-class people make, guess what? You're middle-class. If you're making choices of like what 1% and 5% the wealthy make, then guess what? Eventually you start finding yourself wealthy. Now let's put it this way. You can work at McDonald's, let's say. You're making 15 bucks an hour and which is 30,000 a year and you start living below your means. In other words, when your paycheck comes in and it's let's say $1,500 or $1,000, you're not spending $1,000. You're then taking at least 10%. So you're taking $100 and you're putting it to the side. Now, I would suggest that you put it in like an E-Trade account or you put it in like a T-Row account or a Vanguard account. Make it a little bit difficult for yourself to actually reach it, right? Because if you just put it in a savings account, how easy is it to then go and transfer it straight over to your checking account? Right. Very easy. And then what do you do if you're also in that? You start looking for other ways that you can increase your income. So many people think that they can save themselves wealthy. You will never save yourself wealthy. You cannot do it. The only way that you can actually get there is to focus on increasing your income. So if you're at McDonald's and you have to think of another way, then fine, maybe drive for, you know, Uber at night or, you know, Uber Eats or whatever, you know, start finding ways to increase your income so that you can actually then start putting that additional amount that you're making away. Once you have a certain amount, now you can put it into an investment. And again, we, we spoke about how you can invest even $1,000 in different little companies. Well, and we'll need to go into a full episode that's strictly investing because there's a lot of questions yeah. around that. Yes, and there's so many things that we can go into on that. So the bottom line is, if you're in the poor class, let's say, then you have to use a budget and you have to understand that you cannot spend more than you bring in. You cannot think like a consumer. You have to start changing your mindset. You have to start thinking like the wealthy do. So don't spend every dime. Again, for me, and you know I've always taught you, what? You make $1,000, what? Where does it go? Tithe. First 10% goes to tithe. You tithe, you give that to God, and you just give it to your church or you give it to a, a non-profit, you know, good cause. I put it where I get my Jesus. Okay, so you send it to where you get... Like um, Harvest. Right, so you send it to like your church. Now, where do you put the next 10%? Into my savings account. Into your savings account. That's correct. And then what do you do with the other 70%? Invest. Or 80%, I'm sorry. Invest. Well, no. you, have to, you have to live. Oh yeah, I have to pay my rent and stuff like that. Right. My car payment. Right, so so the 70% you can live on. Now, if you can actually get it to the point where you're only living on 50% of your income, that's great. But like well, you right. hear some very wealthy people and they'll say, oh, well, just 
just live on 20%. That's well, not... Well, because their income is like a million dollars a month. Right. It'd be great to live on 20% of a million dollars a month. Sure. But that's not realistic for people just starting out. Yeah. So when you're first starting out, you have to be disciplined. If you make $1,000, $100 goes to tithe, $100 goes to... Savings. To savings for future investing. Again, you'll never save yourself wealthy. So it's not going to just sit there. You're, you're bringing firewood and you're bundling it so that you can then start creating a fire later, right? right? It's like kindling. You're gathering firewood. And then later on, you'll then put it into something that can start a fire there. Okay. Yeah. So you're breaking it down to really like just starting out what you should do. I'm breaking it down yeah. to exactly Which is what, what we're supposed to be doing for you. So, <laughs> Right. Exactly. I got carried away. <laughs> right. So that's what you really want to do. But now here's the next thing. It's consistency. If you are not consistent and or you allow yourself to break that consistency, then again, you're doing what the poor do. You're You're always making an excuse and you're always blaming someone else that, you know... It, I can't do it because of this or I can't do it because of that. You have to be consistent. You, If you really want to reach your goals and you really want to reach your dreams, you can do it, but you have to be consistent. Right. So, you know, it, it's what you do consistently is what you become. So that goes into um, the things that prevent people from taking action is also, also consistency as well. Just Ab- not being consistent. Absolutely. It, right. You have to understand that what you do consistently is is forming your life of today. Where you're at today is based on the decisions that you made consistently days, months, years ago, right? right. So when you when you really want to make that next step and you really want to get to the next level, you have to deny the temptations of mediocrity because here's what's going to happen. To all young people you're going to get a bunch of savings over and you're then you're going to be tempted to get that new purse you're going to be tempted to go put that down payment on that car that you want you're always looking at the flashy things but you have to be willing to deny that because if you go and do those things you're setting yourself up for mediocrity and before you know it you're strapped down with all this debt that you're having to pay and now you have no kindling to to get to the next level you cannot right. do that so recapping the things that prevent people from um, taking action is the people that are like waiting. But what about the people that are waiting for a bad time to pass? So let's say somebody that's going through a hard time right now. Yeah, like something in their family or something personal. Like they're just, they're waiting for so things they're putting, to get better. They're putting their dreams off because let's say that they're going through something right right? like you're not waiting to create the business plan but you're waiting you have the business plan but now you're just waiting for a better time well you know everybody is going through something but not everybody is grows through it okay so everybody is going through their go through you can talk to how many people out there and there's different levels right and it's kind of like i said before you're you're either in a storm going in a storm or coming out of a storm. And guess what? That's called life. So everybody is is going through something, right? It's just, are you growing through it? Don't just go through it, grow through it, Right. learn. Yeah. And that's where most young people are making mistakes. And that's how all of a sudden they find themselves five, six, seven years down the road. Now they're 27, 28 years old, and now they haven't really done anything. So you're saying for younger people who think they have all the time in the world, like what about what about the younger people? So they're not going through anything, but they're in a rut. Well, young people think they have all the time in the world. 
but you know the sands of time wait for no one and and time is very unforgiving you have to understand that what you do today is shaping where you're going to be tomorrow you can wait one day or wait one week and you might be putting off reaching your goal or reaching your dream by six months maybe by a year because you literally waited one week now is that worth it is that a is that a good trade-off to you or should you actually get out there and start taking action today to make things happen so that you're not delaying your goals and your dreams by six months or a year think about that if you're going to wait one week and it potentially could delay you from reaching your dreams and goals by six months or a, a year is that worth it to you no of course not so you have to take action today so you don't have all the time in the world young people young people don't have all the time in the world and they think they that time is always going to be there and i will promise you you will wake up one day and all of a sudden you're going to be pushing 30. so you know young people don't understand that time just travels so quickly and the thing is is that young people have been conditioned especially your generation you know it was not as bad when i was in school but it really is bad today young people are being conditioned in school look at look at kids today they're look at a three-year-old with an ipad they're they literally go through information so quickly right they're swiping through that ipad and things are coming at them so quickly but how are we trying to teach those kids in school today to shut up and sit down and right come into school line up sit down shut up don't talk to your neighbor and i am going to sit here and talk at you for the next hour kids don't learn that way anymore but let me tell you something that's not by accident that's by design people need to learn their history and actually go back and look to see where the education system was hijacked because i will tell you it was hijacked many many years ago long before i was ever even born myself and once you start understanding that school is really there to create employees not to create people who want to go and become creators of businesses and be entrepreneurs right. and everything else you have to understand that there are forces out there that are literally fighting for your mind look think about it the people who actually said oh we're going to create all these schools we're going to you know you can go to school you have to go to school did, did they want people to come out and be the next steel you know mogul no. to create steel or to become the next oil company no no they didn't want competition so they created a system whereby they would create employees where you could then leave that school and go work for the factory the thing is is that we're no longer in the industrial age we're in the information age and now we're still trying to teach children in the industrial age what do they want to teach you what are they teaching you in school they're teaching you just fit in don't don't stand out just blend in don't don't you dare don't don't step outside the line don't be loud don't do anything if you're going to do anything be just like everybody else right that's exactly what they try to teach you 
I, you know, I learned a long time ago, I don't want to be like everybody else out there. I mean, there were times when I would be, you know, at school or, or in groups and I, I just always wanted to be the one that stood out. I don't, if I see a big group of people and I notice that they're all doing something, I immediately feel in my heart and my gut, I, I don't want to do it. Yeah. I don't want to do what all their, what all well, those people are doing. And what's sad is the school system is training everyone to be this way, you know, shut up, sit down, blah, blah, blah. The, the main thing is, is that you have to understand that you are, are really being conditioned to to fit in with everybody else. What have most people been taught? To get good grades. Go to school, get good grades, and go get a job, right? And get a 401k and retire. Right, and save your money, and then maybe, maybe one day when you're in your 60s, maybe now 70s, maybe you can have enough to retire. That's not the way it works. The system is so rigged against the people and that's the thing you have to start learning how it's rigged against you because people think that it's actually there for you it's not it's rigged against so you. so these young people they're trained you know to shut up and sit down so the ones that want to take the action i think a lot of them don't even realize how to take the action because in their mind they were programmed to don't take action shut up sit down get good grades that's right they don't know they don't even know what to do and so Again, I think that once you come to the conclusion that you have been programmed, now you have to take the responsibility to deprogram yourself. How do you deprogram yourself? From the programming that you've been given since you were in first grade, how, how do you deprogram that? I don't know. You start educating yourself. You start learning. Look, there's a reason that I started teaching you guys, my children, everything that I started teaching you. It was because I started reading books. What do the wealthy do? Why is there wealthy people and why are there poor people? I started studying it. I wanted to know how did they become so wealthy yet there's so many people that are not. What are they doing? And one of the things I learned is wealthy people teach their children differently. They typically don't send their kids into the normal run-of-the-mill public school. They right. don't. Now that doesn't mean that we can all afford to send our children to private school because we can't. But now it's your responsibility as a parent. I took that responsibility as a parent. I couldn't always send you guys to private schools even though you did go to private schools you know, but you were a little bit older by the time I could get you into private school. So not everyone can send their kids to private school. They can't. Right. But you have to start educating yourself as a parent so that you can start teaching your children. Once I started learning at how rigged the whole system is, I got pissed and I wanted to teach my kids everything that I learned. And that's why when I talk to young people, I get very passionate about it sometimes because they don't understand, you know, you have to turn off the news. You have to turn off the, the, the mainstream education as well because you're not being taught how to go out and create. Now, there might be some good colleges and I know there's some good teachers, etc. Right. If you really want to be in the 1% or you want to be in the 5%, it's your responsibility to educate yourself and learn what you need to do. Start thinking and acting like the wealthy. And the next thing is take action. As far as um, the, like, let's say high schoolers who don't think that they can take action now. I mean, that's not true. What I used to do was um, in chemistry. I don't, I don't care about chemistry. And I'd sit there and I mean, all my work was done. I had a good grade in the class because you still have to graduate. But I would read my book about real estate in my chemistry class. And my teacher looked at me and saw me reading my real estate book 
and he kind of just let it go because mm-hmm. he knew I looked at him and I was like, I don't, I'm not going to use chemistry. Right. I still got the good grade because you still have to graduate, but I read my book that I wanted to do. So there is ways to still take action in high school and college, everywhere. Okay, I'm going to be a dad here for okay, a second. Okay, be a dad. Okay, look, I don't want you reading your real estate book in chemistry Yeah, but class I had to be in the I class. Want, I, I already I want passed. you to graduate. Right. So, you know, now that is taking action and that's taking things into your own hands. And, and you know, I can look at that and say, okay, well, I'm proud of you because... You know, I know you passed chemistry and I know that you, you got good grades and yet you were still doing something and taking action. But the, the main thing is, is that, you know, so many people say, oh, well, you know, I have to go to work or I have kids, you know. I That's like on the, on the older side. So jumping outside of what younger people struggle with, what, what is happening with the older people. So I think older people tend to rely on the excuse of, I'm so tired. Right. If you talk to older people, typically they'll say, well, I'm just tired. I have kids that I have to deal with. And maybe sometimes you're in your young, in your early thirties and you're acting like you're in your sixties because that's how you're thinking. Right. So right. you'll see older people will say, well, I have my job. I go to my job at 6 a.m. And then I come back at, you know, 6 p.m. Then I have to, you know, deal with my kids and, you know, then I'm just tired, you know, by the end of the night. Well, I say to those people, you're not tired. You're not inspired. You know, that's the problem. So, you know, people will be like, well, I'm tired. No, you're, you're not tired. You're not inspired. So you have to find the thing that's going to inspire you to keep you moving towards the goal or dream that you're trying to achieve. Now, let's say that, you know, you sit there and you talk a good game. You say, well, I want to be rich. I hate that. You know, when I talk to some younger people and it's so strange why younger people come to me and ask me questions. I don't know how I end up talking to all these young people, but I do. Because you you and mom have created stuff that we want. Right, but the thing is is that, you know, they'll they'll sit there and they'll they'll ask me all these questions and often they just give me all kinds of excuses why they're not doing something. Or they'll say, you know, like I said, I want to be rich. But I'll ask them, okay, well what is rich? Can you define what that is? Define what rich is. And they'll be like, whoa. I see the eyes gloss over. They have no idea what I'm talking about. Well, what do you mean? Well, I don't know. You know, what's rich? Because, you know, some people in the world, I could give them 10 bucks and they're rich in their mind, right? You have to actually set the goal and actually understand exactly what it is that you're going after. You can't just sit there and say, well, I want to be rich. You know, and that's why there's a lot of young people today and they'll be like, oh, I want to be rich. I want to be, they think if they wake up every morning and say, I'm rich, I'm rich. That's not doing it. The that's, action part is what does it. Well, the action part is what's going to get you there. But before that, if you're going to wake up, then what you need to say is I make a hundred thousand dollars every year. I now make a hundred thousand dollars a year. I now make a million dollars a year. Those are the things that you have to say. You have to put a number on it. You have to put details to it, right? You can't just sit there and shoot things out and say, I'm rich. Right. So all of this leads into start taking action. What's an exercise you think that you could give them this time? People, people liked the exercise last time. I got a lot of good feedback on that. I would say that um, the, the best exercise that you can do is if, there, if you want to start a business or you want to start becoming an investor or you want to you know, change something in your life, don't let the sun set without doing one thing to take one step towards your dream or your goal. Don't let the sun set. 
take one step, one small step. It's like they say, you know, a journey of a thousand miles begins with one step and you have to just take one step at a time. The same thing happens for tomorrow. You'll, you have to take another step. If it's, if, you know, I always used to think when I was just starting out, I always thought, who can I call? Who can I call? I always was thinking that. Who can I call? Who knows what I need to know? And then I would start calling people. If I, if I knew that someone, let's say my friend, he knew someone that he had talked about before, I would call him and say, hey, can you make an introduction to me? I would really love to speak to your friend. You know, I remember, you know, one of my friends, you know, he had like this mentor that had owned all these properties and he was a lot older and he was a big time real estate investor. I mean, he owned like a whole block in Denver of single family homes. And I wanted to know, and literally he owned them debt free. Wow. And so I wanted to know what he knew, right? But I didn't, I had never met him, but I always remember my friend talking about him. So I asked my friend, I said, would you mind making an introduction so I can speak to him? And he's like, yeah, yeah, okay, let me see. He called him up, said, yeah. Next thing you know, I'm on the phone talking to this guy. So I always looked at it and said, who knows what I need to know? Right. So before the sun sets tonight, go call who you need to call. Go do something. Take, take action. Take some kind of step towards your dream today. Don't just do it today. Do it tomorrow as well. And the next day. Again, you have to be consistent. Before the sun sets today, go out there. Go make that phone call. Go take action. Take one small step. Do it for yourself. Do it for your family. Do it for your future. Do it for your kids. Do it for their future. Because all those things rely on what you do today. You can make a difference. You can make a generational difference. But you can't do it by waiting for tomorrow. Start today. Take some kind of action. Because it's up to you. No one's going to do it for you. Thank you for tuning in. See you next time. Look forward to it.